0: Being yourself is the name of the game here on UJocast. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of UJocast. I am your host, Lorraine, and I will be doing... All of the interviews with people who love anime, cosplay, going to conventions, and the like. So I am so excited to start this journey because it is also a learning experience for me. I don't know a lot. I haven't seen a lot. But I have so many friends that love and maybe even breathe this culture. So I want to introduce my first guest. Beep, 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 she has been my friend for a long, long time. I mean, what ninth grade? Oh God, In we're going to age ourselves here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, years. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, I'm but, old. <laughs> I'm old. Damn it. <laughs> but I would like to introduce Sela. So for the audience here, the listeners. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name
1: is Sella. That's that's my nickname. I shortened it because people have a hard time pronouncing the full name. It's Trisella. But mm-hmm. Sella is my nickname. And I go by Sella Monster on all my platforms. Um, and it's my gamer tag. It has been for many, many years. <laughs> um, so I... For as long as I can remember, anime and gaming have been a part of my life. Um, gaming was first, and it actually started with my grandma. <laughs> she, had an ad- she had an Atari. And oh, yeah, the Atari. She was, a- Man, she was addicted to the lock and chase. I don't know if you've ever <laughs> seen lock and chase. It's like a bootleg version of Pac-Man where you had this guy running lock away from the chase. police, and you can, like, bar oh. him off. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but, yeah. My grandma was also the biggest sore loser I've ever met in my life, too, which is kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> whenever we would play games and she lost, uh, it was not a good time. <laughs> so maybe that's where I get my competitiveness in uh, the gaming world. Uh, anime came a little bit later. Um, as as far as uh, how it started, really, you know, you start off with Cartoon Network. Um, and they, you know, Cartoon, <laughs> right. Cartoon Network. You know, you watch Avatar The Last Airbender, which I feel Mm. like, you know, you you could say, like, is an anime, even though it was a cartoon. But I feel Mm. like it had elements in, you know, story and backline and character development that, you know, anime typically has. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, of course, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, those were the (laughs) the first two that, you know, really kicked it off. Um, Dragon Ball it, 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 Dragon Ball really, I guess, was the pastime for me and my brothers to like sit down and watch it. And then my uh-huh. dad started getting into it. Your because, dad? Yeah, my dad became invested in the characters because oh, you know he, see, he would that's, see how episodes. <laughs> yep, that's how they get episodes. Yeah,
0: that's how they get
1: you. and you know, he would just bust out laughing at some of the parts. I think he realized, you know, kind of what anime really meant to us as kids oh, because yeah, he saw it as a as a show himself that he also enjoyed. Mm, um, right.
0: He can connect with you through that yes. too. You know, it's not like he's watching NCIS and you're over here watching SpongeBob and it's like, <laughs> mm, I don't know how to connect with you on a level like this. Yeah.
1: And, you know, he would he would crack jokes and Vegeta was fajita and you nope. know, he would do it to get under her skin. Of course, you know, you don't oh, sure. correct him. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> It's not pronounced like that, Dad. <laughs> I know. It's not a phase. It's um, not a
1: phase. But yeah, it, yeah. So, so that's how I like got kind of started off. Uh, you know, was was the, the Sailor Moon and the Dragon Ball, um, and really diving into the anime world didn't hit for me until high school uh, when okay. I uh, found this group of friends that you know really was into it so the the first kind of anime that i watched through and through and it was on dvd which you know those aren't really around as much anymore oh my god
0: <laughs> i was just talking to my sister about dvds but hey i got i got a lot of questions to ask you and you're already answering them so i'm going to start with the questions before you get carried away all right now i i want to know first and foremost like what age did you get into anime like do you remember the actual age probably when
1: i was 8 it
0: was when we
1: would sit down and start watching um you know the shows together uh you know Tsunami was out then and (laughs) uh, (laughs) that I feel like that's kind of how a lot of millennials really started in anime if they weren't like ingrained in the culture already from their parents. That's how we kind of came to find it was you know Tsunami and they had like the best
0: commercials. (laughs) (laughs) So funny story I'm actually recording this episode after I have recorded uh, episodes that come after this one and. Uh, jo- my friend John Lee he's going to be on a couple episodes he's very soft-spoken but um, we were talking about Toonami Tom and he said you never meet your heroes but he was the sweetest nicest guy ever he actually got his autograph he's Aww. like he's a legend <laughs> you know we all we all started listening to Toonami Tom on Cartoon Network and I thought a lot of these answers are gonna be the same. Like I feel like they're gonna be the same because Well, I mean, if you're yeah. interviewing a lot of millennials, yeah. Yeah. But once we get down to the the questions about um cosplay and stuff, that's where it varies. And it's really, really just I love hearing everyone's answers. So you know what what drew you into anime? That's my next question. And you already started talking about that, but is there anything else like you like captivated you well
1: it was it was the stories i mean you know when when you first start watching cartoons as a kid or shows like you know you had barney bananas and pajamas love it doug you know like (laughs) arthur and it was like you know there wasn't real captivating stories that happened so Mm -hmm. when you come across sailor moon compared to doug you're just like (laughs) wow what's going Mm -hmm. on here she's transforming she's fighting bad guys what is happening and you just it just it's it's a way more captivating it had better stories it had better characters it was more action so it was it's just all around better than what you've been watching while growing up. And you're just like, oh, like this
0: is great. Like I I'm and I'm now invested in the story. Right. Um what was the first anime that you watched? Because I know that you said Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon already. So do you remember the actual first anime that you watched? Um
1: I it's it's a toss between those two, and it's hard <laughs> to say which one because they were I watched them both on the same network. <laughs> so, oh,
0: right, they probably came on r- one right after the other. E- exactly,
1: too. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess I would have to I would have to say Sailor Moon probably. Mm, right. And then I feel like Dragon Ball, I got into because that was more of like my brother's show. Right. I have two older brothers, you know, you know that, but you know, I do for the audience, way. I have two older <laughs> brothers and, you know, one, my oldest one was really, really into Dragon Ball. And, you know, so it just, like I said, that kind of became our pastime to just all sit
0: together and just kind of watch that when it came on. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember the first anime series that you finished so one that I finished
1: through and through actually was uh the one that was on dvd that my friends introduced me to and that was helsing oh
0: yeah helsing,
1: helsing's a rather old anime <laughs> but, uh still holds up actually I just started rewatching it again for the first oh. time in umpteen years Um umpteen. <laughs> umpteen I'm not I'm not gonna put that I'm not gonna put that number out there <laughs> um, but uh it you know it still holds up and you know Alucard is such a phenomenal character, he's such mm. badass, and it's just you know, it, it's it's kind of it's it's great. It's nostalgic to go back and watch that. But I also really love the animation of older animes too.
0: Okay, I do and too. The style so great. I do too. I, mean. I I literally have an episode. It's already recorded. It's with another friend of mine. His name's Blue. And we talk animation elevation. So we talk about different anime styles. And the, the topic of conversation was the new Trigun, right? Because they're going towards this like video game-esque animation. And we talked about how it used to be in the yeah. 90s and how like, that animation and this new one is so much different oh so, yeah yes. but I,
1: there's something about it I mean you take the movie Akira beautiful absolutely mm-hmm. just stunning the stunning visuals to look at and everything is just drawn by hand And I know it takes like so long to do that so as we've you know, progressed through these new animes. Uh, You know, the faces have a little less detail in them uh, until you hit, of course, uh, one of the newer ones uh, like Demon Slayer that has a great studio behind it and everything is so
0: flashy and amazing. it is flashy. It is so flashy and I love it. And we did talk about that too. Like, it's just gorgeous.
1: Yes. So it's just, you know, definitely the... The older animes just have uh, a feel to them and a look to them that i really appreciate because i understand like how much time just really went be- behind all those scenes
0: yeah um now we're gonna switch it up do you remember your first cosplay oh god yeah. it was so bad <laughs> Oh <Uh-oh. gasps> so, well okay
1: so the first one i made was so bad the first one i did technically um it was just a, a store bought the store bought polywirl, the Pokemon. Aww. And a friend of mine was just like, I'm just trying to have a group of polywirls go around the con. Oh my and god. So I, I ended up with one of them. <laughs> so there's like six polywirls going around. Oh. <laughs> just very, very hypnotizing, you know? Um oh, so how technically, adorable. technically that was the first one. Um the first one I ever made. Oof. Uh, I, I did it like the night before the con because oh, no. I wasn't going to cosplay but I was like you know what all my friends who procrastinate you know doing their cosplays was doing them you know like oh, let me throw something together and I was I was uh the character Tristana from League of Legends and it was just, like, you know, just black leather jacket, but I made, like, this really janky cannon <laughs> out of, like, paper. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Not the paper cannon. <laughs> <laughs> but you
1: know it it was what it was i i met a really cool draven that year if anyone knows uh the game league of legends uh draven is a character with two spinning axes and this guy actually made them spin and it was quite impressive so i got a picture with him
0: um nice that was really cool um my next question was why did you pick that character
1: because uh, I was just heavily into playing League of Legends at the time, and who wasn't,
0: <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> uh, I actually played some Arams last night. Well, oh. A- Air Earth because that mode came out. So I still play. Uh, you know, I just don't play competitively anymore. That get that game makes me absolutely irate. Instead, so I play uh, another game that Riot came out with called Valorant. Uh, I hit platinum, by the way. I'm feeling pretty good about myself. <laughs> It's not it's not that great, but, you know, it's a, it's a feat that I uh, could say, wow, yeah, I'm good. Um you know, <laughs> played, like, three nights a week uh, because I'm a mom. You know, I'm like these Gen Zers out there playing all the time. Oh, <clears> yeah. You know, <laughs> dust the shoulder off right there. Three nights a week, <laughs> hit flat. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I chose her, uh, you know, just because I was heavily into the game and it was just an easy, I, I, thought, I thought it was going to be an easy cosplay. And then, you know, you throw it on and you're just like, ugh. Oh, I'm girl. It. <laughs> yes.
0: I feel you on that. I did that. I tried. I tried to cosplay my only convention I ever went to. I tried to do the Kogome cosplay, but mm-mm. you think it's going to be easy because it's just like a blouse and a skirt. But oh, no, no. It's uh <laughs> our perfectionist you, side comes out. And you're just like, yeah, it's it's not good enough. <laughs> it's not good enough. I can't wear this out in public. Ugh. Um <laughs> how many cosplays? have you done it's like a rough estimate about like five or six okay not a lot
1: yeah not Enough. a lot yeah I, I a lot of my con experiences were just to go hang out with friends hit yeah. up the game room you know play some DDR yeah. um you know go to the con. Um but I wanted to you know when I did cosplay have it be a good cosplay Right. Like, I, after that Tristana debacle, I was just like, never again, no. <laughs> you know, if I, I mean, if I, I cosplay, I'm going to put forth the effort and not like one night of effort. <laughs> it's going right. to be months of effort. And then you realize how much goes into it. Holy cow. Yes. I mean, a good cosplay takes a long time to put together. I,
0: I feel you. I, I like to watch some of my friends like, in the shadows of Instagram and see their progress. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one person that I would love to interview is, um, Josh Kuzer. Okay. Because when he cosplays and his, um, now his, I don't know if they're engaged or what, but, um, the person he's with now, she, she does beautiful cosplays too. And, um, I, I love to watch the progress just like painting and, and getting everything together and just seeing like the EVA foam transformations of what it was to what it is now. And it's just, it's so beautiful to watch even like being a Instagram stalker. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I love just the, the process that people take and seeing different ways that you can create the same thing. So cool. It's so cool. Oh yeah. What was your favorite cosplay you did? So
1: my favorite cosplay I did was actually a character from another video game. This game just recently relaunched, actually. Uh, But it was called Paragon. Okay. And for those who have seen it, played it, there's a character called Decker. Uh, I really just liked her aesthetic. I I loved playing her in-game. I thought it was just a really cool project to do. So she actually has this like this, this staff this really long staff that's actually taller than her and um she basically launches worms from it and stuns people and it, it was just really cool so I I just had it in my head I was like I'm gonna make that staff I'm gonna make that staff and she's got like this bodysuit that had like light up pieces to it now I, w- I wasn't gonna get into the LEDs because you know I was still very novice I still am novice I just you know It is what it is. I gave it my all, but it actually turned out pretty good. So I was super proud of that because uh, you, you mentioned the, the, the foam. So I took two blocks of it in the middle with a a wooden doily. Um, And that's how I was able to break it apart because uh, at the con, you couldn't have a, um, uh, a prop that was over four feet. It had to be able to break down. So that was, you know, kind of my way of being able to break it down. I could actually just pull it apart from the middle um crafting foam super fun super messy (laughs) i did it in my apartment (laughs) Uh, but i took sandpaper and sanded it down smoothed everything out uh and then you know i painted it black and uh puffy paint uh neon green puffy paint to actually illuminate like you know the lights uh that were on it and i used that on my body suit as well um so even though nobody knew who I was, I felt super cool. <laughs> Aww,
0: that's what's up. That's what's up. I love that. Um, What was your first con? Where did you go?
1: Uh, my first con was Ohio con. Okay. Um, in Columbus. And it was with my group of friends from high school, you know, the ones that introduced me really, you know, deep into the anime world and Mm -hmm. League of Legends. Thanks, guys. (laughs) 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 And, you know, for anyone who's been to OhioCon, it's it's huge. It's massive. There are thousands and thousands of people who go to this every year. It's been big for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I got to, I think the first time I went, I didn't actually stay overnight in a hotel. I drove down, went for a day and came back. Uh, But my first overall experience at that con was great. It was was amazing. I got to see, you know, cosplays for the first time in person. And it blew my mind. Honestly, it blew my mind to see thousands of people collectively together, you know, sharing the same experience of anime. Because, you know, I thought it was just something you know, I did with my friends, you know, I didn't know that everyone, you know, was into it. And then, I mean, that was years ago. And now even more people, because it's cool to be in anime. Uh, <laughs> um, it's cool now. Thanks, Jordan B. Michael. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when celebrities come out and say, you know, oh, yeah, I watch anime. And then everyone's like, oh, it's okay to do this now. Uh, it's, it's okay it's...
0: to say that I'm doing it right? And then
1: it, there's mm-hmm. just been an explosion of cons since then. I mean, there's so many different cons
0: to go to now. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> I know it all the time. All year. All up. over. <laughs> yeah. And my next question was, um, what was the experience like for you as a first time con goer? So obviously, I mean, you great. loved it.
1: it. Yeah. I, I mean, it was the, the influx of people was a little overwhelming because it was really my first convention oh. ever. Like my oh. first convention thing to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so being in a massive crowd like that was, you know, a little overwhelming. But it wasn't bad at all. It was a lot yeah. of fun. Um. So it was a positive experience. I, I OhioCon, I feel was a great first con. Um and for anyone who is looking to go to like a first con who is in the Ohio area, that's a great con to start with because they have elements um that appease everybody. They have, you know, the cosplaying, they've got the dealer room where uh they just sell everything everything anime body pillows posters plushies Mm -hmm. um you get to meet you know people and and then you've got artist alley so you can actually like see people's artwork um and then the convention center itself is amazing in the fact that it's very spacious so even though there's thousands and thousands of people it's very well planned out I would say, like that convention center, is probably the best one that I've seen an anime being, uh, anime convention being held at, just mm-hmm. because it's the entire place and it's massive. You don't feel cramped, you know. You can step out for air at any time and not right. feel like you're walking through a maze. Um, so yeah, I I I
0: feel like I had a really great experience my first time. Nice. Um. Now, how many cons have you attended? Oh,
1: a lot. No, I guess like, I can't say like a lot because it's not a lot in comparison to probably other people. But I mean, well over 20. Well, I mean, that's know, a decent oh, amount. Well over 20 cons. Um, there's quite a bit in Ohio that happened yeah. now, you know, on top of OhioCon. Um, you got con and YonCon. So These kids just started a con at a college and it actually grew and it's been like, you know, getting bigger ever since. That's what's up. So, yeah, uh, you know, people are basically just creating cons now um, because of the
0: popularity. Well, it's ultimately my goal to have my own con. And the reason that I want to do it is to showcase the artistry of cosplay so a lot of it's going to be cosplay based however there's obviously going to be anime galore there and different merchandise and things like that like the usual things that you would see at a con not like the over extravagant extra shit because you know i ain't (laughs) there yet but i i'm a creative soul you know and that's something that I hold really near and dear to my heart is to see the artistry and the way that people create something that's wearable. You wear your art. How many people can say that? And I know a lot of people pay for their cosplay and they just wear it, but there's a sense of like, you know, internal love that you feel for yourself when you're dressing this way and you're going somewhere where, you're accepted. You know what I mean?
1: It just absolutely.
0: feels homey, you <laughs> know, in, in a way. So, yeah. I want to I want to create just like those kids created.
1: Oh, absolutely. And and there's, you know, something about falling in love with a character and then representing that, you know, when you right. go out and to say like, wow, this like I I get to play this character that I've admired mm-hmm. for the last year, you know, watching them in show.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what's your favorite thing about going to a con? It's it's sharing that
1: experience with friends. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we typically uh we would all get a hotel room together, you know, get get ready, get dressed, you know, do the cosplay up together, you know, hit up the game room. Of course we'd split off and t- do our own things for a while, but you know being able to catch up with each other and go to the rave and you know have a couple drinks um and just just have fun uh it's a sense of like letting loose and Mm -hmm. not being afraid to do that in the in the essence of celebration celebrating anime and game video games uh because you know growing up Throughout the 90s, you know, there was that saying, you know, don't sit too close to the TV, don't play too many video games, it'll rot your brain, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so oh, it's yeah. like, you know, you 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 hit, you know, 16 to 25 years of age, and you have this sense of relief that you finally found somewhere to go and just be happy about experiencing anime and video games <laughs> without right. the pressure of society telling you. Hey, you know, don't do that. Like, you know, only lazy people play video games or whatever and it's just like I'm so glad that that stigma has been released now, you know? Yeah, oh, for sure. So, it was just, you know, being able to share that those moments, you know, with with my friends. Um, is mm-hmm. is really what was the best part about it.
0: So, what is your least favorite thing about cons? Oh. Uh seeing the poor poor souls uh at 2 a.m who
1: outdid it in the worst ways um (laughs) Uh oh oh no like you know you (laughs) yeah after you've gone to the con for about 10 years or so the (laughs) new crowd that goes in gets younger and they you know they all make the same mistake you know they they'll underage drink or they'll take something of a psychedelic and they probably shouldn't have uh and it's it gets been there it gets gets real dark (laughs) around like 1 to 2 a.m because the convention center is open 24 hours Oh, okay. so you, you'll walk in the hallway super late at night, you know, be after the rave, and whatnot, and you'll just see the, the, the poor saps sitting in the hallway with their head down, some of them crying, oh. some of them just curled in a ball by themselves sleeping on the floor because they don't have anyone there with them. And you just feel real bad. <laughs>
0: Oh my yeah. god, it's like con homeless 101. What oh the seriously. Hell? Seriously.
1: It, it's like it's... con after dark. You know, <laughs> really?
0: That's so funny. See, I mean, the, it's not funny. The,
1: the messiness of uh, you know, like I said, people just overdoing it sometimes. Girl,
0: and... <laughs> I'm a festival goer, you know this. I've seen yeah. a hot mess. I, yeah. I, yeah, that sucks though. And
1: it just, you know, they're they're young. Yeah. We could all say, "Live and learn." There. You live and learn.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You live and learn.
1: You know, you get over um, it. So that's like you might the not. downside. Yeah, that's that, that's <laughs> the downside. You might not. You might not. So, uh, but okay. it's 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 really hoping that they learned a lesson in all of that. Um, <laughs> please, please do. Please <laughs> yes, do. Please do. <laughs>
0: um, what now? Everyone's answer is different. But what would absolutely ruin a con for you? Like, what would be like, I got to leave? Like, this is, it's too much. Um, the vibe. The vibe
1: of a con. Okay. Um, and that that comes with, like, you know, a, a con that was poorly planned, poorly put together. A con that's crowded. And you can just feel the energy. When when something like that happens, okay. uh, you know, you can feel the disappointment in everyone around you and then it's not fun. You know, there's been instances uh, where I think one of the conventions, I can't remember the name of it, like, you know, boosted itself, uh, you know, said it was going to have all this stuff and then sold tickets and then they didn't have anything. And then it was just Ooh, like a big disappointment. That but yeah, just bad. it's it's the overall vibe. Um, and that's why I said, like, my favorite part is, ex- you know, sharing those experiences with, you know, friends and stuff. So if yeah. you were to go like, by yourself, I could see that being a little harder, you know, to to kind of really connect with the energy of the crowd. Because oh, yeah. I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very high energy crowd. Everyone's walking around in their cosplays. They're stopping each other to get photos every year. Yeah. And, you know, you, you feel that energy and you feel that sense of community. So when you have a poorly ran convention, it really kills the vibe.
0: Oh, you know what? I heard that. I do. I've been to shows where it's like that. Like, well, I paid all this money and it's going to be so fun. And the theme's really great. And there's like eight people in there. And it's like, oh, man. Like, yep. I yep. want to show support because, you know, I dig the artist or, you know, usually the promoters do something really good, but this was a flop. And it's just like, oh, man. Um, and then the last get to know you question I have um, is what's your most memorable con experience? Uh,
1: my most memorable con experience was... Uh actually ohio right before covid hit okay um so it really and it, it sucks that covid hit when it did because mm-hmm. ohio actually did something for the first time um that was absolutely amazing i was very very impressed and what they did was they they put together a very professional dance competition Oh. Where they had uh, a huge light up stage, um, with customized backgrounds for the groups of you know, because K-pop is getting real popular, you know. Uh huh. Um,
0: oh yeah. You know, it was supposed to be like group
1: dances and and you know there were some solo people, but the amount of professionalism that went into it was very um surprising well not surprising because like I said the con's been around a very long time but it was it was refreshing and the performers holy cow the Mm. performers were amazing um uh the, the group that won it was i think there was like 12 dancers and you know they were synchronized they they had they put on a great skit the person oh. that came in second was a solo chick and she actually I was like oh my god like I feel like she should have won maybe she didn't because she wasn't in a group but she literally came out in a blindfold and did the majority of her dance blindfolded and it was wow. beautiful before she like ripped it off. I mean these people spent months months putting together choreography for this. Right. And it blew me away. It really did. It was such an enjoyable experience. And it was so new and different. And then COVID (laughs) hit. So it was like, oh my God, killer. I I, yeah like they found (laughs) another another element to add to this convention for people to enjoy. And it ran well. Um so that was probably like my favorite experience because like i said it was just it was so nice and refreshing to see something new added because at this Mm -hmm. point i'd i'd I'd, you know i've been going to this convention 10 plus years yeah right you know it's it's typically the same stuff every year it really is uh so you know to see them kind of evolving and you know putting Putting the money where the mouth is, because you know they they make money, you know. Right. So instead of you know just letting it simmer and do the same crap every year, they actually took the time to in, invest in adding this little, not, well, not little, I mean it's huge. Like it was a, an entire auditorium. Like I said, right. this convention center, massive. Um, but you know they they took the time and effort to put something together for the community, and the community responded and. They, they showed out. There were so many competitors. And like I said, the choreography was beautiful. These, these people took it seriously. Um, so it was, it was really awesome to see that.
0: Nice, nice, nice. So now that we know you, or, you know, the listeners know you, I know you very well. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing that's different about us, and this is, this is what I want to um, instill and the listeners while we, you know, start this journey together is I wasn't always like this. Okay. I, um, I have not always watched anime. Okay. When I was younger, the first anime that I watched was actually a movie called little Nemo adventures in slumberland. That's actually from Japan. So I watched it so young. It came out in 1989. It was so that, long ago. That's yep. Uh I watched that movie too, and it, it is still one of my favorites. It's still one of my favorites. That's why we're besties. Um <laughs> but the first anime that I actually watched like on TV was Pokemon. Right? Okay. That's and it, fair. It, and, and it was because my brother was watching it. Right. So I gravitated towards wanting to spend more time with my brother because we were so close in age that whatever he watched, I watched. So we watched Pokemon together and that was kind of my first experience with anime. Now, I want to just give a little background about myself now that I know some more about you and your um, experience throughout the years because we know this, but we actually didn't do any of this together. No. <laughs> so you, you were, were there. You were a cool kid. I was so <laughs> cool. And by cool, I mean, not at all. <laughs> so um, you actually went with me to my first con, <laughs> which was last year. <laughs> and there's a lot of things that I haven't done. I haven't seen. I haven't been a part of. I've never seen... Um, a cosplay contest. I've never seen any panels done. I kind of just, you know, moseyed around and kind of took it in a little bit and which was fine, you know, for for my first time. But I'm just going to read something that I typed out because I feel like it's worth mentioning. So uh, uh, my name is Lorraine. Like I said, I'm 34 years old and I just recently got back into anime. So I really enjoyed it as a kid. And during my adolescent years, I decided that it wasn't cool to watch something like that and stopped getting made fun of for liking something so weird. So um, I just wanted to have friends. That's all I wanted. And when I met Sella, I went to a different high school. And when it was about half the year, maybe half the year. Went by, would you say? And I ended up moving. Yeah, away. I think it, what, what
1: was it? Half of tenth grade. Ninth
0: grade.
1: Okay, okay. So yeah, we so, met. We met in ninth grade, and then halfway through the year, you moved. Sad, I moved sad away.
0: Times. <laughs> sad times. So like, we never really hung out with the same people from school, and it was hard for me to enjoy something that I loved as a kid because it was thought of as weird or you're a nerd. So I didn't want that stigma. So I stopped being myself. And that's kind of what this episode is about is just being yourself. Don't care about what other people like or don't like about the things that you like or don't like. It's not about that. It's about Just enjoying what you love to enjoy, what you want to do. Because for a long time, I didn't have that. And um, I just want to ask you, uh, even though I've known you for so long, was it hard to be you when you were in school? Trying to really think back to middle school
1: because, you know, that's when kids are the meanest.
0: Yes. I do Yeah.
1: You know, middle school to like <laughs> about 10th grade um, mm-hmm. and I feel like I okay I kind of like the capybara animal in this sense Aww. where like I, I really Love just vibe that. with like whatever crowd I'm in <laughs> right yeah I went to Cleveland public schools for those who don't know, they're not, you know, it's not, it's not the best. Um, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, not the best. Uh, you know, inner, inner city schools it typically never are. Um, so, you know, I, I would go to school and, and come back. I didn't have a lot of after school activities. Um, so I feel like my, my goofiness and my nerdness really came out at home. Okay. And. You know that's kind of that's kind of where it stayed, uh, and then while I was in school, I like said yeah, I just would just vibe with the crowd, like you know whatever they were doing, I I could get into, um, and I like I said my my competitiveness that stems from my grandma, I'm pretty sure, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> led me to try to be the best at everything as well, so. You know, in music class, I was, you know, that that one on the xylophone, freaking killing it. Guess who got the biggest mic at the at the play? Like it was me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, that also, I feel like, kind of whittled its way into. I wouldn't say like the cool kid status because I never, I never really got into the cool kid club. But right. I was never, I was never like one that got picked on really. Um, okay. Because everyone kind of just saw me as this like chill person. Because like I said, I just, I just vibe with people. I just, that's what I do. I love, I love talking to people. I love chilling and and talking about passions and, and what people are into. And uh, I try to be as well-rounded as possible as well. Okay. Um, so there's, there's not too many conversations that I can't be a part of. Because I try to uh like I said, just be well rounded and get to know people. So I guess I I got to be myself because myself was basically the person who like could blend in. Um
0: Okay. And and that
1: that was just kind of like what I did. And I didn't do it because I was just like, Oh, like I wanna be accepted. I did it because I feel like <laughs> in my head, uh I I had to be the best I guess overall, well-rounded person. I don't know. It's kind of one ever was. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, like (laughs) I can literally (laughs) blend in with whoever. Like that was that was kind of my my mo. Was you know the goth kids over here, or the the nerd kids? I could have a conversation with them. Um, The cool kids, I guess. Really, I mean, all they talked about was clothing and music, and you know me and music, I could. Basically, sing every oh song I, I've yes. ever heard once.
0: <laughs> um. Yes, she's literally an encyclopedia of music. Don't go karaoke with this chick because I promise uh, you, you will be there all night, all night. She's like, just pick one at random. It's fine. It's 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 yeah. So I I
1: guess I I could say that I got to be me. Um, so lucky. Yeah, but you know, it was the 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 gaming and the anime
0: was mainly at home
1: though. It really was.
0: Yeah. I feel like, um, this is worth mentioning, but our short stint together in the old high school, we, um, we got to play a lot of a specific game.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and that is dance dance revolution. And we've been playing it ever since. Um, (laughs) We're not really that great anymore, but, you know, Listen, so you just slow down in your old age. <laughs> I mean, it, the competitive scene, <laughs> oh
1: I, I, it was, it was so much, but I overall just, and I love music. So it just, of yes. course, it was a game that I really enjoyed playing and like, we got decent, you know, we got decent yeah. for a while. We, yeah, we yeah, yeah. Bad. <laughs> Yeah, you know, above average. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, but, yeah. It is is one of those one of those games that, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's very physical for the legs. And um, as much as I wanted to get better at it, uh, it you kind of hit a physical cap sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, like, uh, I'm five foot two. I'm knock kneed. I'm not, I'm not going to be the best at TDR, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you try, you do I try. try, I got, I, I counted, I, you know, I had, a, I had a, a plateau, I hit 32 triple A's and you know, of course they were mainly easy songs, but Hey, I had
0: 32 triple A's in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it.
1: Yeah. yeah that was, know? that was during
0: the time of like really terrible phone quality pictures. Oh, yeah. You took a picture of the screen with, oh, it's me. Oh, you got to be in there. Your, your hand has to be in the picture. It don't count. Right. That's a whole nother episode. I promise you. It's a whole nother <laughs> episode because we could literally just talk about DDR forever. <laughs> but um, I feel like that game and us hanging out together was the first time in a while that I had felt myself. You know, obviously, my brother got my my younger brother got me into the game. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so great. Then I started making friends that played the same game. And then I introduced you to the game. And it was kind of just like that aha moment. Like, you know, she's all right. She's pretty cool. I guess we could, you know, hang out because this is a common interest. And it just blossomed from there. So, yeah, you got me me to skip school for the first time ever in my life. Oh, yeah. To go play play DDR. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm not. No good, uh oh, yeah. sorry about that, Papa, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mr. Board oh, sorry, um, oh my God <laughs> so yeah i I really just wanted to cap off this episode by um asking you if you could give advice to um your younger self as as you know yourself now to be what advice would you give your younger self uh and this is just general advice like general Mm -hmm. life advice
1: oh yeah oh it would be that uh focus on yourself and don't date anybody until after high school (laughs) <laughs> Literally, feel that. Focus on yourself. Um, love yourself first, because, uh, like I said, kids are kids are cruel. You know, uh, you you know, my first couple experiences uh with dating didn't go yes. so well. You know, it's it's basically, yeah. uh, yeah, I got cheated on. Right, and then the <laughs> first one was just uh, yeah, pretty abusive and stuff like that. So, and, and I feel like that's something a lot of people struggle with is you know when you're dating at such a young age when things don't go right you tend to look at yourself as the problem right and you're not and i did that for a long time i looked Mm -hmm. at myself like oh i'm the i'm the variable the same thing keeps happening over and over again man i'm not the consistent variable must be me no (laughs) it's not (laughs) right so if I, I, that would be the one piece of advice if I can go back and just tell myself, like, listen, you are worth more than, you know, focus on yourself, love yourself first. And the the people who come along in your life, if they don't treat you the way that you deserve to be treated, it's not your
0: fault. I love that. I love that answer. It's such a good answer. And it's such a great way to cap off this episode. Be yourself, love yourself, and remember that anime and cosplay is for everyone. And I will see (laughs) you uh, after the episode to talk to you a little bit about maybe coming back for uh, another episode, perhaps. Um, But one last time introduce yourself throw out any tags gamer tags whatever wherever they can find you and um the floor is yours
1: oh well again my name is uh i go by Sella. gamer tag is Sella monster um and it's on everything that i play league of legends valorant overwatch a couple other games out there um I'm not really really big on social media, so if you just add me on any of the games, just uh, you can hit me up on Instagram or anything like that, and just say, "Hey, you know, I'd really like to play some games because I'm always down for chatting and talking to people." One thing about me is when I play video games, even when I'm playing comp, I'm not angry or serious at all, <laughs> which is no. really refreshing. For a lot of people. I enjoy the games for what they are. You know, like I said, I love being competitive, but at the same time, I don't like feeling irate, which is why (laughs) I stopped playing league because that was the only game that made me feel that way.
0: good you gotta (laughs) cut the negativity out of your life you you do and and all i play are a rams with friends
1: you know i I don't i don't hop into competitive on league anymore just just don't do it and if you've never played league just don't just just don't (laughs) even think about it (laughs) (laughs) save yourself I,
0: (laughs) i really really enjoyed having you on of course i always enjoy talking to you and all of you guys that are listening. I will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.